0: Six after seven. Mike, big nuts. <laughs> That <laughs> no, goes by Neville, but Neville. he's let us know he's, no, he's big nuts. Gavin Lansdale, Brits of Dunsborough, Anthony of Meriden, Trent of Carambine, Harlem of Lansdale, Bren of Lansdale, they don't know each other, Todd of Elkermoss, long way away, Scotty of Bayswater, Simon of Beldivus, Cat of Jarrodale, Rick of Nedlands, Nedlands, Golden Triangle. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, low. Man, well, Sean, you. Dean of Riverton, uh, Rhonda of Beldivus, Link of Beldivus, gee, we're big down at Beldivus, Uh Kelvin of Ellenbrook, Jason, Pig from the City, Chris of Bayswater, Craig of Gosnells, Ryan of Banksy Grove and Jones of Medora Bay. All of you are in the a draw sweep. for the Melbourne Cup sweep, we'll do that after 7.30, but we have a guest, two guests in the studio, and one is of course Dan Curtin, he's the top West Australian in the draft pool, he has been invited across to draft night along with uh, Tholstrup, he's the other one, Colin Colin Tholstrup, and TLA Management's uh, finest, and Jason Dover, TLA Worldwide. Uh, Welcome Dan, welcome to you.
1: Thank you very much. Uh,
0: And Jason Dover. uh, a superstar um, player manager.
2: Agent to the stars. Yeah,
0: that's apparently what they do. Uh, morning to you. Morning, Goss. Hey, Thanks, um, has there been a more spoken about non-number one draft pick in the draft in the history of the world than your man, Daniel Curtin? It's been remarkable, has it not?
2: Uh, yeah, there's been a bit of media probably because of the other number one bloke. And um, I think in any other draft, Dan would have uh, claims on number one. And that's mm. probably why it's been uh, so heavily talked up. So how have you handled it, Dan?
3: Uh, a lot of attention and you're just a young bloke just trying to play footy and do your best. How have you handled that? We spoke to Harley Reid uh, a couple of weeks ago and said, mate, you've done so well to soak all of this in with all the pressure and still play good footy. You've done the same thing. yeah. have you done it?
1: Yeah, I mean, throughout the year when I'm playing footy, I'm not focusing much on the media. Um, but no, then... thanks. thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, but um, just try to play footy and um, just focus on what I can do during the season and then after, I mean, try to escape it as much as possible. Did you put a media ban on yourself? Uh, oh, no, nah, not really. I don't know. Um, Jason. Sounds
2: like management.
0: Jason, did you put a media ban on things or
2: just to calm I, the farm a bit? Yeah, just to calm things. And Dan and I thought, let's get through to Champs and, and put his focus into playing good footy there. And um, and then even there was a lot of media attention coming out of the Champs and um, mm-hmm. the desire for interviews and this sort of stuff. So... We just said, let's get through it, um, finish the season well at Claremont and then let him go away. He went away to Europe for a couple of weeks and then I said, there'll, there'll be plenty of time in that two or three weeks leading into the draft and everyone will want a piece of you again so we can start to do some media then.
3: How do you handle it, mate? Because it's completely out of your hands now. You've done what you've had to do, which is have a, put together a really good body of work uh, in your draft year. What do you? Ha- how's the mindset now?
1: Yeah, no, perfectly fine and like you said, don't have much control over it at all. So um, yeah, I'm absolutely prepared to go anywhere. So yeah, just really excited for what's to come.
0: Modeling your game on Matthew Pavlich is that true?
1: Oh, I mean, um, when it gets spoken about, it's like an honour to be talked about um, with someone the likes of him. But yeah, um, definitely like his versatility around the ground, and it's something that I definitely like to be compared to. So,
0: Left footer helps, doesn't it? Being a left footer, I think. I think everyone loves a left footer. Yeah, it's handy. Yeah, it is handy.
3: You're a forward or a backman. So in, a- in AFL terms, are you going to be a swingman or are you going to be... Do you prefer one in the ground or the
1: other? Um. Oh, to be honest, I like the challenge of... Um, you know, coaches being open to playing me wherever, even if that's midfield. But, um, yeah, just kind of happy to play wherever.
0: Daniel Curtin in the studio alongside TLA Worldwide's Jason Dover. I ask you this. Did you snub the National Combine or were you injured? <laughs> or were you injured and just had a little soft tissue injury or were you not even in town? Said were, I've done enough. I've done enough. No point <laughs> me going across here because I'm not going to be put my stake in the ground. What did you do?
1: No, no, I was was a little bit injured. Um, after the grand final, day after, I um, had a bit of a sore hammy, but to be honest, my whole body was really sore, so thought it was nothing. But then the Tuesday after the Sunday game, went into the physio just expecting him to be like, roll out, you know, he'll give it a bit of a massage and it'll be fine. Um, but then he kind of told me what it was, and I was a bit like, oh, God. So, um, yeah, and then pretty early on, they were just like, oh, we'll just call it off, but yeah. Jax, from a management point of view,
3: the Combine... To me, um, and I speak speaking to a few recruiters now, they know what you've done all year. They know how you play footy, and that is the most important thing um, from someone who never tested great than anything. Um, do you think the combine is more the opportunity for the players who are maybe pick 30 to 50 to put themselves ahead of that 50 and make yeah. them 30?
2: Yeah, very much so, I think. Yeah, uh, that's where we've seen the most difference made is those guys that are probably... Potentially, second, third round, or a late pick rookie yeah. can, can put themselves up the charts and impress clubs uh, with the testing. Generally, yeah, top 10, 15 picks have, have already established themselves with their footy. And, um, and, and Dan had had a huge year. Like, he'd gone from his 17th year barely playing. Um, to then having a f- literally a full year, he played pretty much every game possible and he just looked tired towards the end of the year and then I think his body was tired too. So, yeah, not testing. It was precautionary um, in terms of the, the hamstring, but I think it was the right call.
0: Uh, you played the seven league games. Uh, the, the, the jump up from Colts footy to even national champs to playing against men, was it pretty significant?
1: Yeah, for sure. And, um, but... Again, I absolutely loved it. Like the like different in standards from Colts to league was like I really liked it. And in terms of the speed of the game and um, not having certain things holding you back, like the reset rule and all that, it was really, really good experience and loved it. And
0: what does that do for you going forward? Do you think it's the perfect uh, taste of what to expect? Again, the the jump from Waffle League to AFL League is going to be astronomical. But do you feel like the, the bodies, the bodies difference and clashing with bigger bodies is going to help straight away?
1: Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, definitely a bit sore after a league game than you are after a Colts game. But, um, yeah, for sure, definitely think it's going to help. And just kind of having the confidence to know that you can actually compete with men um, going into AFL pre-season. Waffle
0: Colts grand final. Uh, I made, I watched it, and we had Aiden O'Driscoll in the studio a couple of weeks ago. Um, you were targeted, there's no doubt. They were after you. And they, they were, seriously, it was, it was on. And they just were nagging and scragging and pushing and shoving at... I know you, do you actually like, did you like that? Did you feel like you were sort of being targeted for a reason?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I definitely liked it. And then, then, I mean, they can come and target me. And so players like Zane Sakostelski can have the game that he had. Um, But, yeah, no, it was fun. Yeah, exactly. It was good fun. (laughs) Mm, Where do you want to go, mate? Do you care? Oh, not really. I mean, there's only one WA club that's really in contention. So I'm happy to go anywhere.
3: And you you bang for Fremantle?
1: Yeah. You seem like such a good bloke, though. What happened there? (laughs) No, I was, um, I was born into that, and um, yeah, love watching Freo growing up.
3: So who are your heroes growing up? So the players, and I know Goss just said there, You know, I think people said that you're like a Matthew Pavlidge. You've never said that. People have said that. But who are your
1: heroes growing up in footy? Yeah, well, obviously loved watching Pav, but someone who was really big for me was Fife. Um, yeah, absolutely loved watching him, and um, JD got me. I got the privilege of actually getting to meet him last year and then a little bit this year as well. Um, Got to play on him at the beginning of the year when I was training at Freo. Um, But, yeah, no, it's yeah, Fifey. Fair fair, on all the pick.
0: What happens now, Jason Dover, TLA TLA Worldwide Player Manager? What happens now with Daniel? What's the the whole expectation? I'd love to know the conversations that you have does anyone know what's going on here with Harley Reid? Nathan Buckley says swap two and three, pick every day of the week and you double your, you double your stake. A uh, West Coast pushing hard to, to, to get Daniel Curtin. Just give, this is all people want to know. There's so much speculation. Give us something.
2: Oh, I answer the first question, what happens now? Will the media speculate for the next two weeks what might happen? Um, yeah. Because there's a lot of media and a lot of interest around the draft. Um, <clears throat> the reality is there's a lot of meetings happening right now at Clubland, a lot of draft orders getting put together, um, and West Coast are doing that right now too. So um, they're very um, adamant right now that they're holding pick one, um, and until they get a trade offer that blows them away... Would two and three get it done? I think that would blow them away, yeah. A lot of the conversations that I've had with North Melbourne and also with West Coast, I, I don't believe two and three are getting offered... Um, so it would have to be some other offer that potentially um, still presses their buttons. But... So Harley
0: Reid will be pick one?
2: I, I believe, yeah, Harley Reid will be pick one, I believe.
0: Where does this put Daniel Curtin in? Because if North Melbourne have two and three, do you firmly believe they'll take Daniel Curtin inside pick two and three?
2: Uh, I'm not certain. Um, I believe from my conversations with North Melbourne that he's in the mix for those two picks, and then I think he's really strongly linked with Hawthorne at pick four, um, and then a couple other clubs right behind there too. So and I think why would West Coast trade
0: out pick one for two and three if they're not taking Daniel Curtin?
2: Why would they? Yeah. Well, so
0: if they got two and three, is Daniel Curtin pick two and pick three? if West Coast are keen, as we led to believe they are?
2: Yeah, I think if West Coast got picks two and three, Dan would be one of those picks. I'd be really certain of that. Um, yeah, but I, as I earlier said, I don't think they're getting picks two and three. Um, if they were to switch pick one for um, pick two, then I think Dan would well and truly be in the mix for that pick.
3: One of our learned listeners, he's uh, on to everything except for our quiz, where he generally chokes each week. But anyway, this is
0: John Woodwell, formerly of Greenwood.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's We'll throw this one at you, Jase. Uh, particularly, Eagles will trade out their future first-round pick for one of the clubs who have picked six or nine uh, to this year, and their next
2: first-round pick. They get Reed and Curtin. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a rumour that's been going around. I yeah, I've spoken to Melbourne about that possibility. Um, they their response to me ringing them to say this is what I've been told by a couple of clubs is that <laughs> they'd pick down at pick six. So. Um, I think a lot of there's a lot of clubs that have got Dan in their top two or three mm, on their mm, board. Mm. Um, and even taking a future first and getting a top three pick next year, there's a risk that the there's not a Dan Curtin in the draft next year. Mm. Um, and so a lot of clubs right now would rather go with what they know and what's in front of them on the board. And I think this top 10 of this draft, from what all the recruiters and all the clubs are saying, is that it's a very, very strong top 10. And... One thing I know about recruiters is they like to deal in the present. They don't often um, look too far forward. And I think if they're picking on draft night, especially in that top 10, a lot of clubs want to um, use their picks. Dan, everyone that's a
0: youngster that we've spoken to has come through the state 18s or have been around the program, including you, of course. And I made a point, and I've said it every time I've interviewed someone, I made a point of going to watch the Vic country WA game at the Wacker, which, which you played in. And I said, I just need to watch this Harley Reid because everyone's spoken about Harley Reid. You played in that game against him. You had a blinder yourself. You were outstanding. I'm sorry I didn't watch a single thing you did <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. because I was watching him. He was crushing on
0: Harley Reid. What's he like to play against? And were you a bit like Zane and all the others who said it was good to watch and get up close and personal to see how good he might be?
1: Were um, you oh. are we aware of him? Oh, to be honest, not really. Like, I was just focusing on my own game. And um, like you might have seen, I kind of played most positions throughout that game. Mm, so did. I had a job to focus on. Um, but, yeah, no, he's, like, good to play on. But, yeah, I wasn't really focusing much on what he was doing. Jace, well, I'll ask you a question.
3: I'm pretending Dan's not in the room. Do you see something special on this bloke? Because I've got a lot of text messages from one of your coaches, uh, a mate of mine in Andy Fagan, and he's said, just an unbelievable young man, no ego, uh, willing to give back with help to the uh, development Squatted at Claremont this year, so for a guy who's got so much going on yourself, yeah, um, to be able to say, you know, I can help these young guys as well, a couple of years younger than me. Do you see something special in this play? We're talking yeah. as if
2: he's not in the room. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can tell you what I've told clubs that uh, he's the best I've seen come out of WA in a, over a decade. Wow. Um, yeah, he's a footballer and and person. And person. Yeah, a well-rounded wow. person, and that's why. Look, I'd, I'd say right now if I'd pick one, and I'm West Coast, I wouldn't be trading pick one. I'd be taking Dan Curtin. Oh. Cool. Oh, there we go. Uh, and talk about a general. Repeat? repeat? Uh, I've got pick say? I'm West Coast and I've got pick one, I wouldn't be trading that. I'd be taking Dan Curtin with pick one.
0: You're telling West Coast you have pick one, take Daniel Curtin and not Harley Reid.
2: Yep. We talk about generational talents. Dan, in my eyes, is a generational talent and one of the best that's come out of WA in a long time.
1: What are you, Dan? 195, 196? Um, I think I'm at 197, but yeah, around 197, 197,
3: and you, you can play forward, back, and interested in playing in the midfield. Yep. I saw your feet. How big are your feet? <laughs> oh, size 15. 15. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They're big boys now. But, but you know, you can go back maybe 10 years. A little bit further, someone at 197 just just done play in the midfield, it's just not an option, you're a key position player, but the versatility of these guys now, so these playing in every position in the the state
1: championships, um, how long have you been doing that, how long have you been playing everywhere uh, around the ground? Um, I mean, junior footy wasn't particularly at the strongest club, so I kind of just played midfield or ruck or something, um, and then... So that was good fun throughout junior footy, but then kind of had a bit of a growth spurt and was mainly just key position uh, at Scotch footy in year 11, played a little bit of midfield. Uh, but yeah, pretty much just key position. And last year, didn't actually get an opportunity to play many positions, only played three games. So it was kind of just a thing that came around this year.
0: Uh, Tim of Applecross wants to know, Dan, what's the best part of your game? If you we were asking you, what, what, what do you bring to the table as a football Sell
1: yourself, mate. Definitely think uh, my composure and disposal efficiency, um, just what I'm able to do instead of just grabbing it and kicking it on the boot and, you know, sending it long down the line, just finding oh, a good gosh. option. One way to test his composure.
0: Well, we're going to do that in a moment. We're going to get a breakaway and come back. We're going to do the, the six-pointer. So uh, so yeah. for the six-pointer is, explain what the six-pointer is.
3: Sure, sharp answers, non-football related. We get to dive a little deeper into the mind of Dan Gurd.
0: Yeah. Uh, just quickly, TLA uh, management's uh, Jason Dover is in the studio. Uh, Dover, Lockie Schultz, where well, you... You've sacked him. He's gone to Collingwood. No,
2: mate, well done. A, nice, good, nice great. job. I haven't sacked him. Well, yeah. you got him a bit
0: of. That's <laughs> yeah. a great opportunity. Well <laughs> done for him. What of my Fremantle
3: fans. Mm. To, got you got
2: know, a future coach. With you.
0: Future coach on the list. Uh, Danny Lad. Danny but He's uh, part of TLA, and uh, her name's been mentioned as uh, possible at Fremantle, which is great. Nat, five how's Fresh he travelling. Is he surfing with Mark Howard? Still over in Portugal or something?
2: Uh, he's back from surfing at the Maldives with Howie, and uh, he's very good. Five, five weeks in India, and um, yeah, a bit, bit of, uh, bit of mindfulness time. Oh, so. He's come back. He's come back really good. Weirdo. Yeah, uh, Josh Tracy. How's he going? Is he, is he doing? We like him. The big kahuna. Yeah, yeah I like been, him. He's been back home with Shooter, playing golf uh, in Country Victoria, and um, yeah, he's got a good golf game. Uh, the big kahuna.
0: Luke Shoey. Going to coaching?
2: Yeah, caught up with him. Uh, Josh Rotham's engagement the other night, and he was all—he was so engaged in the draft and what's happening. And, and this bloke is in the studio with you. He's a big, hes a huge fan of Dan's, having coached him in the 18s. So
3: with, with Luke Shue, Shoey
2: retired, obviously, does he still retain you to do his deal at West Coast, and that sort of coaching opportunities? S- yeah. So be? Matt Bain, out of our Melbourne office, has looked after Shoe for the last four or five years, and um, yeah, um, put that deal together with West Coast, and then yeah, we'll continue to support Shoe. He's uh, just a terrific human and. Uh, uh, he's gonna. He's a great asset for West Coast going forward.
0: Where's Bungon? It's just yeah, a of he, <laughs> Yeah,
2: literally. I think he's. Uh, he, he explained to us he just wanted to get away from everything for uh, 12 months and give him some time to go check out. And I think uh, no doubt he would have had a caravan packed or his tent and he'll be <laughs> uh, tra- travelling around Australia somewhere he's up the best. north.
0: He's yeah. the best. Uh, Angus Brayshaw, are we expecting him to play on? He's part of your... I'm going through all the pl- people that are connected to your...
2: You'll yeah, as mention. far as I know, Tom Petraro looks after Gussie um, out of Melbourne, and uh, yeah, I think we saw what happened at the end of the year, and it was um, it was alarming. But um, I believe he, he's he's all good, and yeah, get through pre season. Stewie Jew, Sydney Swans, is there a chance? Uh, yeah, I believe there's a number of clubs talking to Juby, um in terms it of coaching be. roles, and um, yeah, I I'd expect um, from what I've heard that he'll probably land somewhere. Replace what? Pikey back to where he was mm-hmm. before. Yeah, be it makes some sense, doesn't, doesn't it? Fit, yeah. Yeah.
0: What do you? What does Aaron Phillips' future hold?
2: Ah well, what an amazing talent, and I yeah. think just putting um, AFLW on the map um, via one single person, and uh, and I think even. There was some real romanticism around the Port Adelaide side of things and being able to get back there. And um, shes uh, I, I was watching um, a show the other night and her uh, her results and everything she's achieved in such a short period of time in the AFLW popped up. And, yeah, you'd like to think maybe there's a medal named after her or something no like doubt. that. And, uh, yeah, great legacy.
0: Tempered bedshed bed text machine, Nigel of Gosnells. I texted you guys a few months ago say saying, I believe Curtin's going to be better than Reed by the end of their career. I've also said, don't be surprised. Rise of the Eagles take curtain number one. I really like the kid. So there's Nigel of Gosnell, so
2: nice smart that. man, Nigel.
0: Well, yeah, anyone out at Gosnells is smart, yeah, especially the feeling s- love mate and
1: what? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's
0: good. Yeah, nice stuff. Uh oh, really so there, there's, well, there's a lot there's a lot of stuff that people don't rage you, but we're not gonna yeah. read that. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, let's get to get a breakaway and come back. Uh, directed directed at us, Goss, though, as oh. as well as
3: Scotty and Gos, you two. Uh that's directed at us, not Dan. It's oh, all right. Yeah. yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. We're used uh, to
0: it. Let's get a breakaway, come back. We're gonna have the uh six composure. Yeah, and um, we're going to uh, get to dig a little bit deeper about uh, the composure of one Daniel Curtin, who his uh, manager believes we should go and pick one, the West Coast Eagles. That will be a headline somewhere in, within about an hour's time, I would imagine, that uh, that has been very strongly uh, as reported by Jason Dover from TLA Management. And in the studio also is Daniel Curtin. A break. Coming back. The Six Pointer is next. Scotty and Goss, good morning. Life, yeah, ever... Scotty and Goss, Daniel Curtin. Pick one now, apparently. He's gone from yeah. pick two, three, six, yeah. eight to ten. He's drifted. Now he's number pick one going to the West Coast Eagles, according to his player manager. Jason Dover from TLA Worldwide, and it's already making news on social media, believe it or not. That was a bit of David Guetta, who's celebrating his 57th birthday today.
3: Didn't think he was that old. Yeah, he will yeah, get old, I mean, mate. that's old. 57, that is really getting on. I reckon he would play eighteen holes a go. Yeah, he would too, that <laughs> no one walks off after thirteen.
0: Hey, I know Driscoll was in the studio in that very chair, and we asked him to do something special. Yeah. This is what he did last week.
3: <laughs> it was actually it's better the more you hear it. Yeah, it's he, he, he sounds like Michael Winslow. He's so going to be. <laughs> he's so going to be the annoying little Ford pocket. Valentine's on. I'm telling Lockie Schultz. Uh, Daniel Curtin in the studio. We're
0: yeah. got now at the six point. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, as
3: you said, your composure is one of your strengths, and it's uh, certainly listed here: aerial aerial ability, ability, big game player skills, size, versatility, composure. Let's see how uh, composed you are. Palerite. Other than he's uh, <laughs> a couple of Dorothy Dixes for you early. Other than footy, name your
1: favourite sport and athlete. Uh, basketball. Jason Tatum. Ooh. It wasn't LeBron. That's the of first There's
0: something different. Steph Curry or LeBron. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's yeah,
1: something different. That's a totem. Oh, wow.
3: we are you already. You open your own restaurant. What's the signature dish that's going to have everyone queuing up outside? Um. Oh, meatball pasta. Meatball pasta. Oh, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's a belter, people will come for it. Meatball exactly. pasta. <laughs> Pretty simple. Uh, you move to Melbourne, you would be eating meatball pasta six, six days a week. What song gets you up and about? You're a bit flat. There we go. Uh, you're a bit flat. You're a bit tired. You just need something to get you pumped up. What is it? Um, exit sign, Hilltop Hoods. Oh, good. Hilltop Hoods are good. You'll, you're looking at me I say, who the hell are they? Really good. Are they out of South Australia? Are they Adelaide band? Hilltop Woods are bloody good. Oh, I It'll... thought
0: the band was Exit sign and the song
3: <laughs> was Hilltop Woods. <laughs> nah, uh, Hilltop Woods, mate. Hilltop Hoods are awesome. All right. We'll find that. Uh, so we say this to all well, the, the current AFL players. Tell us something we don't know about one of your teammates. But you can tell us something we don't know about maybe one of the other draft hopefuls, one of your state uh, 18s teammates. Dirt. We want dirt. Don't play Captain Nice Guy. Mm, a lot of people have potted Clay Hall, saying that he has a cold shower so the mirrors don't fog up.
0: Yeah. Um, he does like the look yeah, of his own rig. he
1: um, oh, I can't remember exactly what it is, but I know Riley Hardeman's actually quite quite a smart bloke. Like, he... um What? I can't remember exactly what it is. Swan District, it's isn't way. Yeah. that's why. They're no, like just intelligent stu- people. they studying
2: forensics. Th- yeah. Yeah. That's, what? That's what it is, yeah. Yeah, studying. Well, he didn't f- tell t- t- us year year that. Doing forensics.
0: Hey, you get plenty of work out of Bass and Dean's forensics, Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey.
2: thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> 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 that
3: was Dan that did that. <laughs> <laughs> Dan in <did> the books <laughs> Criminology, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Uh, do you have any secret talents? So, you, well, you know, you can play footy anywhere mm-hmm. on the ground. Do You're you good at what else are you, you got?
1: Um Well, I don't know if I've got anything I can show you now, but um, <laughs> some kite surf. Pretty, can you? Pretty good,
3: nice. Yeah. Can yeah. you?
1: Yeah, because yeah, my dad um, started kite surfing when it first came around and then kind of just started doing that with him a few years ago. So. I hate it when you see the kite surfers. It means the sea breeze is in, the beaches. is wrecked. <laughs>
3: There's a lot of them. It's bloody hard. Have you ever ended up across the road or into a.
1: Oh, no, I had a few bad stacks, though, you know, yeah? falling onto flat water, so, yeah.
3: You're <laughs>
0: pitted, so pitted, like that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, yeah. You again, mate, you're seeing so calm and your composure is pretty strong. But is there anything, something really little that ticks you off? What's something really tiny that just really grinds your gears,
1: mate? Um, oh, I don't know, but, like, things like on the footy field, like in the grand final when people start coming after me. Like, it's something I like, <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's probably something that...
3: They're
0: always small blokes too, aren't they? Yeah. Little fellows. The, the yeah. little, yeah. Apart from Jason apart Dover, from we don't like short <laughs>
3: people. <laughs> 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 I have a rule in life that you'd be, you'd be good for you to take on board that I don't trust any bloke under five foot eight. But they really have to prove themselves, all right. So just, just keep that in mind. Uh, yeah, brilliant I'll, stuff. Hey, before we let you go, just
0: how does the next couple of weeks play out? Um, one, are you keep working, training? Now that you've probably overcome that soft tissue hamstring, um, how are you looking towards the draft? Are you nervous? What's your, what's your, your You've been
1: invited over too, haven't you? So yeah, you're yeah. going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, a l- little bit of nerves, but um, yeah, just start getting back into training now. Had a good little bit of time off, but yeah, I'll just start training and just make sure I'm ready to go straight into clubland.
0: If you are listening to your player manager and not l- reading uh, any media or listening to any media, absolute tough question to answer. Where do you think right now you'll end up? Right now, <laughs> um, with all the with all the. Pieces on the puzzle put on the table. Where do you think you'll end up right now if the draft was in one hour's time?
1: Uh, well, to be honest, not too sure. Cause been told a lot of different things. So, um, good answer. Yeah. What
3: are you for, no, mate. We're a media out there. We're, we're trying to get the story, we're mate. just talking before. I so said, just remember the blokes who turn on you and try and trap you. Goss and I will never try and trap you. And, then, and he's just later. answered that one so well. He's just <laughs> nailed it. Good on you, pal. Because yeah. you know what? His old special mate out there, special K, would be sending it off to the SEN Melbourne going, Curtin said he's going number one. <laughs> <laughs> like I really expect get, to go I, number I, one. Hey, we've got his player manager
0: got him going number one. Yeah. That's good enough for us. Well, are you excited about what the prospect is with Daniel Curtin from here on in? You clearly are. Oh,
2: yeah, super excited. And Dan and I have known each other for a couple of years now. And so it's been quite a long journey to get to the point of the draft. And along the way, it's felt like it's ages away. And now it's real, like it's mm. within a couple of weeks. And I think it's exciting for Dan, exciting for his family and everyone that's helped him <laughs> along the way. So the fact that it's still a surprise going into the night, actually quite nice because um, most most guys going into the draft don't know where they're going. Mm. Um, so to be at the pointy end and still have a bit of a surprise, especially with live trading being a possibility on the night, um, yeah, I, I think it's fantastic.
3: I just ask you one quick one. So you know you're getting drafted. We've had a, you know we get a, a few guys in here to have a chat, and they don't. There's, op- there's possibilities that they don't get drafted. There's not probably going to be fifty. You know you're going to get drafted. You've had a lot of attention in your junior years. Um, all your focus in WA has been on you this year. When you get drafted, is your mindset, that is all behind me now, now I'm coming off scratch, and now I am number 44 on the list, doesn't no matter where you get drafted.
1: Yeah, 100%, and I well and truly know that I'm going to have to earn my spot if I want to play, so work your backside off because pre-season is exactly. going to be harder than you've ever done before. Yep, well I'm very excited for it.
3: Mm, well, well, w- was never, I was never <laughs> <mate>. well, <laughs> uh,
0: tra- Trust me, the way West Coast are going uh, you'll be first picked. I'm uh, joking Scott, You he, he, can't pick one so Jim, he's going to end up his Headlines head head
3: everywhere. Head <laughs> head everywhere. we trapped ourselves. Hey,
0: congratulations on one the way you've held yourself uh, yeah, the you, season mate. that you've had uh, for the 18s and league footy and for winning the Premiership at uh, Clermont Colts. Well done, thanks for coming in Jason, I know We've driven you mad about uh, getting a hold of Daniel and we appreciate you uh, honouring your word. Uh, And Daniel, one word of advice when Jason Dover is close to you like he is as a player manager. He and I used to be real close. Yeah. I'm not in his phone any longer. Uh, you no do? you I,
3: do?
2: I don't know. What did you do? I don't You're know. You're in my phone so that when you call, I don't <laughs> answer, <says>
0: <laughs> When he was a no-one, when he was no-one, I used to carry him. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: 2 uh, I, I still come and see you, and I still talk to you, and you uh, I, occasionally I answer your calls.
0: You do. You do. You're a good man. Jason Dover from TLA Worldwide, Daniel Curtin. Here's a bit of Hilltop Hoods and... Exit sign. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Scotty and Goss, good morning. Turn it up. i got a lot of
2: regrets, oh, i exit casually to a stealth before I'm the next casualty of myself. Everybody
1: say hi. Look who's finally arrived. I'm not looking for a good time. I'm just looking for
2: the exit sign. i am just trying to get by many, one, too many times. I'm not standing in the bathroom line. I'm just looking for the
0: exit sign.